Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1233 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Some guests on Oilers Now received gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. A reminder that every Wednesday is date night. Hey, that's tonight at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. If you want to impress somebody, take them to Roos Chris. It is uh, the best steak I've ever had. I know that's the uh, saying, but it's true. So, Patrick, you ever been to uh, Roos Chris? I've been to several. Uh, Niagara Falls, Las Vegas, they're great. Oh, wow. Yeah. What about the one at Edmonton? No. Okay. No, <laughs> Not yet. That. Not you yet. Tonight's date out. night, right? Yes, there you go. Spoil the old lady. <laughs> Didn't you say your old lady's birthday was coming up or something? Yeah, it's oh. tomorrow. <laughs> I bet if I took her out tonight, though, it would count. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Well, an idea. Something to ponder over as uh, you sit there. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Looking out for me. Well, thanks for helping out today on the show as well. So, <laughs> All right. So you can text us 630-630. You can call us 780-496-0063. That's our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Our text line is brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. And we are talking about favorite Jerome Aginla memories and your Euler breakout, sleeper, and uh, bounce back candidates. I sort of uh, gave mine away there with Bob, at least a couple of them, but... For my breakout, I'm going with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And the reason I say that is because I could see Nugent Hopkins getting to 70 points this season if he does play with uh, Connor McDavid. And that would be considered a breakout. He's uh, had three 50-point seasons, I believe. If he played with, uh, you know, McDavid all the entire season last year, then maybe he would have got to 70. He would have... Uh, broken 60 for sure the pace they were on at the end of the year so that's my breakout candidate bob went with uh, yesi poliarby that is uh, also who i was considering um but when it comes to breaking out i'm talking like a slam dunk here you're establishing yourself as wow that was a great season sort of thing so i could see nugent hopkins doing that with uh, mcdavid for a sleeper bob went with tobias reader that's my pick as well because I could see him finding some chemistry with uh, Leon Drysaddle for an entire year. Bob went with uh, Lucic as his bounce back. I'm going with Oscar Clefbaugh. And if he's healthy, I think that's a slam dunk as well as a bounce back uh, candidate. So Clefbaugh's my pick. And I'm happy the Oilers didn't trade him. That's for sure. Because he's going to be... The player we saw in 16-17, you can bank on that, in my opinion, as long as he's healthy. So you can text us your picks as well to 630-630. Old lady, come on, guys, grow up, Paul. <laughs> That's from Paul. 
And of course, uh, Patrick was joking about that. I'm sure she'll appreciate being called the old lady. Laugh out loud. She likes it. Well, there you go. <laughs> but Paul says to grow up, so I'm with Paul, man. Come on. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Paul. See, you say something and offends someone. That's usually how it works on this show, but uh, we can't have any fun anymore on the air, it sounds like. Uh, two favorite Jerome McGinley memories. The day he was drafted, a draft was in Edmonton, and by chance ended up seeing him afterwards. And we were able to get a photo with him in his star's jersey. Second is after he scored that amazing goal in the World Juniors. He was back in St. Albert. And we saw him at the outdoor rink. We talked with him. And after he was done, he hopped over the boards and walked home with his skates on. Chris the Plumber. Wow. That's outstanding. There's more coming out of this old lady stuff. So we'll leave it at that. We don't want to get in trouble. Sean, no favorite again the memories, but I did for 10 straight years at least hope that somehow or some way the Oilers could have traded for him at pretty much any cost. He would have looked great in the right uniform. Oh, well, next stop, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure every team around the NHL would have loved to uh, have had a player like Jerome McGinley in his prime. Is he the best Flames player of all time? I would say yes, but I'm biased. I didn't watch, you know, some of the great Flames from the 80s play, such as Lonnie McDonald. But to me, it's McGinley, and we'll uh, talk to Peter Labardius more about that as we move, move along. I also liked uh, Mika Kiprasov a lot. Now, that's a, a whole other uh, topic to talk about Flames goaltenders. But to me, again, it was my favorite Flame. And then after that, I, I love Mika Kiprasov. I thought he was cool uh, in goal for Calgary. As a kid, those are the things you sort of get attached to. Like, wow, that guy has cool style. I like his personality. And that's why I like Mika Kiprasov. Pardon me, I have a, clearly have a sore throat today, if you haven't noticed. And uh, the sniffles as well, so bear with me. Uh, Nugent Hopkins for breakout, Strom for sleeper, dry settle for bounce back, Corey from Bonneville. Yeah, you know, dry settle, he still had over, uh, I think he had, what, 69 or 70 points last season? What would be considered a bounce back for dry settle? Let's just pull up uh, his hockey. What did he have? 78 the year before. So, what is considered a bounce back when it comes to uh, Leon dry settle? Because it seems like there's this uh, perspective out there that dry settle had a bad year last year. Despite scoring 70 points in 78 games, a lot of those points being at even strength because the other's power play wasn't very good. The year before, he had 77, so that was considered his breakout year. What would it be considered for dry settle to have a bounce-back season? Does he need to get 80 points? Which is very uh, possible as well. So, I don't know. But yeah, you could definitely, I guess, throw dry settle in the bounce-back category. You could also throw Cam Talbot in there. Jay says Koskinen. As his breakout player. Wow. Sleeper nurse. I mean, I guess Kostinen could be a breakout or a sleeper. That's the fun of fantasy hockey. But uh, 
We are talking about that uh, early in, or at the end of July here. We'll save the point projections for August because I love doing uh, those shows as well. Once, uh, you know, the hockey news comes out, the sports forecaster and all those sorts of things. Bobrovsky, I think he's talking about Bob here. Are you coming out to Nelson this summer? Kyle says you're a pretty good water skier. <laughs> we'll have to get you out there. Oh, man, that's Andresito, I believe. Out of Nelson, BC, texting that one in. Did not know that Bob likes to water ski. <laughs> With a name like Bob, he should be able to float, right? And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bob's sort of reinventing himself, I guess. Now he can drive a golf ball pretty good, and he likes to water ski, apparently. We'll have to ask Bob about that tomorrow. Didn't you think Leon's attitude was bad? I heard all these rumors, blah, blah, blah. See, I would expect a player's attitude to be bad when the season goes the way it did last year. Maybe not bad is the word, but, you know, disappointed, upset at times. A little PO'd at times. So I don't know if... Leon's attitude was bad. I just think a lot of the Oilers were upset with the way the season went, and you could throw dry settle into that mix. So to me, I don't see it as an attitude problem with Leon based on last season. Keep in mind, he had new line mates almost every game. So it was a tough year overall for a lot of the Oilers. But how tough would you say dry settle season was? He still had 70 points. And he had no wingers to play with for most of the season when he was at center. Consistent wingers. It was a revolving door. So if you can get Reader on his line for the entire year and they find some chemistry, I bet you they'll look pretty uh, excited on the ice at times. Mitch Yamamoto for breakout. Talbot has to be a bounce back. Sleeper could be Paul Arvey. Love the show, fellas, for Mitch. Texter to St. Paul says he liked his point totals, just thought he gave up on plays and quit during shifts. I find he needs to be more complete as a 200-foot player. That's fair. He's only 22. Those are areas that uh, you can improve on. Certainly. I'd be more worried if he didn't have the skill or talent, which he does. So he's going to mature as a player, absolutely. And maybe he'll become more of a 200-foot player. Uh, And to do that, he needs to move his feet, I guess, at all times. So another thing he can work on. But I'm not worried about dry cell at all moving forward, and I don't think anyone is. But when it comes to people texting about his attitude, I don't think there's a problem there either. He's a young player. Young players get frustrated at times when things, you know, go the way they did last year for the Oilers. That's why they call. I mean, it's always said, oh, he matured as a player. You hear that about all these players around the NHL. I'm sure that will happen with a lot of the Oilers youngsters as well. Cassian for a bounce back. Strom as a breakout. Nurse traded to Winnipeg for Truba from Rockford. Wow. That's interesting. 
the dawn has chimed in. My sleeper will be Stuart Skinner. He'll steal the starting job out of cap. Okay, Dawn, that's not happening. But he could start in the AHL. Maybe that would be what you're talking about. I mean, there's no way Skinner is going to play on the Oilers out of training camp. He would have to beat out Talbot and Koskinen, and you'd be rushing him big time. But hey, the Don knows hockey, he says, so <laughs> we'll leave that one at that. He also says, my breakout guy is Ty Ratty. My pick for overall better performance will be the D. Trent Yanni will get the Oilers' D playing defense. Now, that's fair. I agree with uh, Trent Yanni helping the Oilers' D and uh, helping guys like Benning, Nurse, Clefbaum take another step forward. Bear Bouchard as well should benefit from Yanni. So, there you have it. Well, uh, mixing a phone call here because the texts are coming in fast and furious. And uh, I'll try to get to some more in a few moments, but Rob from Calgary is on the line. Rob, you're on Oilers now. Yeah, thanks. Um, I, I have a... Um, I, don't, I don't really do this uh, fantasy draft or fantasy player um, uh, scenarios, but I do, have a, I do have a gripe, and it's really... I live in Calgary, and uh, I'm, I've been an Oilers fan since they were in the league, and uh, I really think we need to uh, celebrate the fact that we have a hockey team in, uh, in Edmonton. Yes, you know, we accept the good and the bad. Um, there's far too many local media types, actually, in these dog days of summer, um, bashing certain players and talking about their perspective, lack of progress, and these sorts of things. Let's get behind the team, and let's, let's embrace the team for what it is, and let's let Oilers' leadership sort out the, uh, the underperformers and stuff like that. Let's just, let's just embrace the team for what it is, and let's just celebrate it. You know what? That's a fair comment, Rob. I appreciate uh, the positivity here. And that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we're talking about players that can break out, players that will have good seasons for the Oilers. We don't need to get to all the negativity when we're in the summer. It's July. You know, you should be positive about uh, the season at this time. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, the team has Connor McDavid on it. That. You know, like, the fact that we get to watch Connor McDavid here for 82 games, and hopefully more, if the Oilers make the playoffs, there are a lot of things to be positive about. So, I I know some negative negativity creeps in from time to time. That's okay, but uh, for people to just say, oh, the Oilers offseason was so bad, and this and that, uh, the Oilers are not going to be any good this season. Well, we don't know that. So, let's just uh, be positive at least for now. BU, I'm calling it right now that Nurse has a breakout year and takes a quantum a step forward. And bounce back player is Lucic from Andrew. John, the twins' father. Lucic has to go. And Nuge will be the breakout player. So he's with me on Nuge. Now, is this a Chris and Corey's dad? I believe it would be. Nice to meet you over the weekend. Uh, if you talk to Colton, ask him why his uncle, Colin Pareko, his arms much bigger from Brian S. Wow, didn't know that. Pareko's a big dude. And he can drive a golf ball pretty far as well. But uh, I'm sure his dad can as well if he has bigger arms. 
And yes, this is uh, Chris and Corey's dad. So I didn't know you were listening today, but uh, thanks for that because I know my friends Chris and Corey don't listen ever. But at least I know the old man is listening. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Old man, that's not good because uh, the old lady comment didn't go very well earlier from Patrick. So will we get in trouble for saying old man? You know, that's just, it slips out every once in a while, I guess. Don't mean it in, to offend anyone by any means. It's just a, it's an old saying. It's 12.49 and Edmonton. We better take a break before I get in more trouble here on uh, the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now. But we will continue with your breakout candidates, your sleeper candidates, and uh, what else are we talking about? Jerome McGillan memories on Oilers Now. So we'll get to all that. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30 at 1 o'clock. We have Pete Jensen coming on from uh, NHL dot com senior fantasy editor we also have peter labardius at 135 so we'll get you all of that after a short time out when you want to fly your oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave there's only one place proamsports.ca jerseys apparel headwear and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams whether it's the nhl the cfl the nfl mlb or more proam sports are your fan cave specialists and if it comes with a proam sports certificate of authenticity and hologram you know it's 100 authentic hand signed memorabilia so no matter who you cheer for proam sports has got your guy visit their edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 1251 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer. He is taking part in the Mark Spector Golf Classic. Mark Spector will be in studio tomorrow on the show. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. All right, back to the text line before uh, we get to the one o'clock news. Does Benson have a chance to make the Oilers the lineup this season? I would say, n- well, you don't want to count him out. I would say no. Perhaps he gets some games at some point uh, during the season if he plays well in the minors. To me, of course, he's uh, battled a lot of injuries. I think you want to give him a full season at the AHL level. But, you know, players force their way up the lineup at times, and perhaps he forces his way at some point next season onto the Oilers roster. But I would say that would be a better scenario in 2019-20, uh, but we'll wait and see. Ty Ratty is my sleeper. Could see him having a year like Chichu did from Jay. Wow. Are we talking when Chichu scored 50 goals? I believe Chichu had a 50-goal season when he was playing with Joe Thornton. See, I don't know about that, but uh, wow, that's bold. I would assume Nugent Hopkins benefits the most from uh, playing with McDavid, but Ratty, if he is able to uh, produce consistently and hang with the big boys on that line, I'm sure he'll get 20-plus goals. Maybe that's... uh, a more likely scenario, but a Chichu-like year. What are we talking when you say that, Jay? Uh, text us back and let me know. Does Edmonton still need a top six winger to make the playoffs, i.e. 
Panarin, a texter out of Grand Prairie. Hmm. Well, all offseason I said the Oilers need a winger to play with Drysdale. That was my number one goal for the Oilers this offseason. Now, have they found that winger? I don't know. So it's still a question mark. Because we hope it, you know, maybe it's Tobias Reeder. Or maybe it's uh, Poli Arvey or Yamamoto sort of uh, solidifying that spot at some point. So I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you right now. Would I, I have liked to see the Oilers add more of a veteran-type winger? Yes, but, you know, options were limited in free agency. Did I want them to spend all kinds of money on a guy like James Neal? No, because they couldn't afford to do something like that. So the fact that they signed a guy like Tobias Reeder, I'm okay with that. I mean, he's an option to play with dry settle and then you have Polyarvi who I still believe in as well. So I think the Oilers will find the answer to that question internally or with Reader or perhaps at the deadline if they're in the hunt they, they add a veteran winger or maybe before the deadline around Christmas or something like that if things are going well and we're saying okay let's see the Oilers add a veteran. So obviously I'd love to see the Oilers add Panarin but that's not going to happen. They can't afford it right now. And Panarin, of course, I don't know what his situation is in Columbus. It sounds like he doesn't want to sign there long term. So would he even want to come to Edmonton? I don't know. I know you're just throwing a name out there. Obviously, Panarin would be (laughs) great on the Oilers. Like, there's no doubt about that. Watching him in the playoffs last year, it was terrifying every time he touched the puck as a Capitals fan. I mean, Columbus could easily won that series with a... a bounce here or there in game three when the Capitals won in double overtime, I believe, and then uh, they sort of uh, took over the series after that. But if Columbus wins game three, they go on to win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. It's possible. And Panarin was playing unbelievable in that series. Texas 6:30, 6:30. Now, what game does the coach put Leon back on McDavid's line and R&H back to center? I say game 11 in a panic move. I don't know if it'll be a panic move, but it is nice knowing that uh, McDavid and Drysdale are so good together. And if you need to switch things up, that would be likely one of the first things you could try. But to me, I think... Drysaddle can drive a line better than Nugent Hopkins. I mean, I think he's more of a dominant player than Nugent Hopkins. So I like Drysaddle at center more so than Nugent Hopkins as your second line center. I really like Nugent Hopkins with McDavid. I also like uh, Drysaddle with McDavid too, but I don't know if. Uh, you know, Nugent Hopkins can drive a line, whereas Drysaddle clearly can. He showed that uh, during the playoff run in 16-17, and at times last season with a revolving door of wingers on his side. So, But yeah, it is nice knowing that uh, at any time you could go back to uh, McDavid and Drysaddle. Talbot for comeback player. 
Better defense. I don't know what you're trying to say here. This text out of Grand Prairie. Better defender this new, new or better coaches. That's what the text reads, so I, I'm sure that's not right. But, uh, yes, Talbot is a good choice for a comeback player. BU, the Oilers don't need Panarin and the paycheck, but a guy like Wayne Simmons, that's the guy we need from Ari. Love Wayne Simmons. And yes, perhaps Philly at some point would look to maybe move a Simmons because they just spent a lot of money on JVR. A big body. Maybe not as physical as Simmons or as nasty, but I don't know. What would it cost to get Wayne Simmons? I'd definitely be interested in something like that. It would likely cost you one of the Oilers' young wingers, though, I would assume, or one of the young defenders. Maybe we'll dig deeper into that as we move along the show. But we need to uh, break for the 1 o'clock news with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we will be joined by Pete Jensen. He is the NHL Senior Fantasy Editor for NHL.com. That's ahead, but first, the 1 o'clock news with Eileen Bell.